This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Perhaps Berlin will have plans for you. It won't be the first time. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. All right. How's it going, Mike? It's going so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just incredible. Yeah. We're laughing because... It's an inside joke. That's the best part about podcasting is doing inside jokes and not let anyone know what you're laughing at. But I feel like we have to now because. No, my wife, we were just talking before we recorded and my wife was saying how we start the show the same way every time. And she's so the, not wrong. No, she's not. And that was my attempt at making it different. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. All right. So let's just pretend that never happened. We'll continue on. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. Um. So we are going to start with something a little different today. Mike and I were just talking. So it's going to be a new segment. Um, I may or may not be every time, but we'll try. We'll see what we can do. Um, I don't know what to call it yet, but for right now, it's going to be. So what have you watched lately that's not 30 years old or older? Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about for if we're watching something current. So I like the 30. Yeah, okay. So yeah. Mike, what? <laughs> what have you watched that's not 30 so, years old? I've been watching on Netflix. the um, One of Mike's favorite uh, genres is the sci-fi genre. Uh, <laughs> so I was watching um, Another Life. Uh, I, I'm i only like five so or so episodes in, so I'm not going to really ruin it for anybody, and I won't give spoilers out or whatever. But uh, it's basically, you know, thing comes to Earth, uh, they don't know what it is. They send a ship out because I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know what they did, but anyway, Katie Sackhoff's in it. She's the big star. She's from Battlestar Galactica version 2.0. She's the commander of the vessel that goes out to the planet where this other ship came from. And a lot of weird shit happens. Um, wow. I will say right now it's, it's okay. Uh, it's riveting by the way you described it. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it's hard to explain, but <laughs> I am terrible at explaining shows that are new. How about that? Like, yeah. So like something came down and they, well, so they a back, ship came uh, and crashed and all these crystals <laughs> were there. They're trying to figure out, but like at the same time, the, well, the thing is like the same time they're trying to figure out what it is there, they're up at the, the ship. So it's like, you don't know what it is yet. Does that, that makes sense. I, yeah. I'm dying. I'm dying to watch it. But, um, you know, people are getting killed. Stuff's getting ejected. Viruses are happening <laughs> um, on the ship. So it's a lot of weird stuff like that. Uh, but I will say that it's it seems to me like um, almost like a B-movie type thing where it's not bad, but with a little bit better production and stuff, it could probably be really good. And I, some of the acting might can be, be better. Right, and, and, it, and it's called Another Life. Another life, yes. Another life, yeah. So maybe I'll catch that in another life. <laughs> because I'm not going to watch it in this one. But boom. All right. That's good. That's good, though. That's a good... Uh, yeah. So sounds right up your alley. Yeah, well, yeah. It's totally right up my alley. That's why I watched I'm watching it. But uh, yeah, it's... Yeah. It's, you know... I, everyone already talked about Stranger Things three, so I'm not going to bother. Yeah. But that was awesome. No, right. I still it, haven't please. seen that yet. So I mean, have you seen I'm one waiting, and two? I'm, yeah, I saw one and two. I'm just waiting to binge watch three. So oh, okay, yeah, you should. Don't, don't spoil it. Okay, no spoilers. Yeah. Now back to the past. Back to the past. <laughs> Let's back go backwards in time when the two dollar bill was a fascinating. <laughs> denomination so we're we're, we took a look at wonder woman episode or season one episode eight last of the two dollar bills yeah and um it it was everything i expected i think now that i'm looking back on it um do you want to you want to start us out on how we kind of how it started yeah 
Sure. All right. So we start off with a boat, and it's some sort of military navy ship. ship. Yeah, a navy ship, and there's like a sub coming after them. Um, we assume that it's a. Uh, um, since it's World War II, we assume it's a German ship. <laughs> right. And these guys let, are just let, launching depth. Let me remind you, there. Mike. It's uh, North Atlantic, September 1942. Okay. I read See, the little comic box up in the corner. Right. And out. so the problem with my watching is I watched it online on a version <laughs> of the internet that likes to put things in mirror images. Right. So I did not read that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, good. Now I feel like I'm serving an additional purpose of like translating. Yeah. For you, so. But yeah, so they're like launching these depth charges off the boat. They were like the barrels the of up. explosives. Huh? They were like barrels. They were rolling like. I, mean, right, I know yeah. what they were, and, but yeah, it was just yeah. kind of cool the way they looked. Right, exactly. But the thing is, I, I felt like they were blowing up very close to their boat. <laughs> like, I was True. worried they were going to sink themselves. Yeah. And they did end up sinking it, and then just a big blob of oil comes up to the surface. That was and like. My thought was, was the submarine filled with oil? <laughs> is that what <laughs> was like, inside it? That's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, that was just like the, that was evidence that they sunk it. Just a, yeah, like a exactly. bubble of oil came up. Like, oh, but we got him. Now I will say that the, yeah, it looked kind of ridiculous or whatever. But I will say they did make that point later that that was faked on purpose. Like the the Germans did that to trick the people on the boat to make them think it sunk. Oh, so I, that I, I missed sense. that. Yeah, not sure how that, that worked or played into anything. But okay, right. Well, I'm, I'm wondering how they let oil go from underneath the water in a submarine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just put just, it in a torpedo tube. <laughs> guy just stuck his hand out the window with a can of oil. And <laughs> and then what, then, then it disappeared from sonar after that. I mean, they no longer detected the submarine. Well, they're just like, they we don't even just, need to check now. We got them. Yeah. They probably just but, went down to the, the ocean floor and just sat there. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, we go back to headquarters at the War Department, and the general comes in. And I notice this is very, like, you know how MASH, the TV show, is, like, very relaxed in that, you know, the guys just walk around or whatever. Uh-huh. And so the, the general comes in. There's no saluting or anything. It's like, good morning, Steve. That. Yeah, they're just, like, buddies. It's like they're at the office. So maybe that's how it is. I don't know. I always just I don't think so. You, you throw out a salute to a general. Um but he hands Steve a, a paper, and he's like, uh, I don't know, something about this. What, what was the guy's Wotan? Well, some, they, you they know, I meant to look that message, up because right? I heard several different names at several different times of what this guy's name was. Right. I thought it was Was it Wotan, Wotan? I, I think I it was Wotan that we would say, but Germans would say Wotan. Like, you know, the composer Wagner. They, which okay. is, we would say Wagner because it's W. But right. So I, I thought thinking. they were saying Photon. So for a while I was writing Photon. I did too. It, Photon, it was, the god of war. Right. It was, I wrote Botan. Then I, wrote, I thought it was like Botox. Uh, I don't know. What was that? But, the um, Wu-Tan? What's that? Wasn't there a I didn't hear what you said. Wu-Tan clan? Wu-Tan the Wu-Tan clan? clan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tank clan. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I I thought I heard that at one point, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, but I but I will yeah. say that that you know, like Diana Prince. Oh, like Wotan, like the German god of war or whatever, like you said. But I'm like, I never heard of German mythology before. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what no, I mean? No. It's like no one ever they studies didn't teach that. that to us. No. no, but you know, on the Paradise Island, they they may do that. They learn about a lot of Right. Stuff. Well, they study all kinds of mythology. Yes. Um, so anyway, so they come across this thing about this guy. It's also the name of the top German agent who nobody knows what he looks like because they've never seen his face. And then Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I don't I don't mean to, I don't want to interrupt, but I'm looking at this. Uh, about the god of war, also yes. known as Odin. Which that name we've heard with all the Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. So it's old Saxon is Wodan, old High German is Wotan, 
old English is Woden, so maybe that's why they kept pronouncing it differently because they weren't sure which version they were going to yeah, use. Yeah, they, they weren't sure either. So, so, okay. so, so then they get interrupted because a wire comes through and, hey, wait, there's a sub was sunk last night. Uh, and then the general, in like, like a fit of genius, is like, you think they could be connected? <laughs> and Steve's like, probably. So there they have the Watching first this two show, pieces of the puzzle. You wonder how we won any war at all. Yeah. Because everyone is pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, they are. And yeah, and there's other examples. I can't wait until we get to. Um, yeah. But yeah, this the thing was sunk in Chesapeake Bay too. So pretty close. Yeah. So then and this uh, is and this is the point where they say too that they think it was a fake. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't catch the fake part. Yeah. Even I I mean, how does it play in? It's fake. It's not fake. What difference does it make, right? Well, they think there was just a cover so they would stop looking for the boat or the the submarine. Oh, okay. Oh, you know? maybe these guys like snuck off it or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, or something. Right, exactly. All right. Then I guess that makes sense cuz like an hour later, uh Diana and and Steve are like in full like formal uniform hiding behind some rocks on the beach. They're like Diana in high heels. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, we got a tip about three men on a boat." (laughs) (laughs) So then they're like looking in the binoculars out at the water, and there's like three guys dressed like cat burglars on a black rubber raft (laughs) floating in. That's exactly what what I thought. That was ridiculous. Uh, And and then, like I said, they're like fully dressed in formal uniforms behind the rocks, and then uh, so then the raft. I guess he so Steve's like go tell the general mm-hmm. that we made contact. Which go climb up that sheer rock wall <laughs> over there and in go your tell the general. I'm gonna stay yeah. right here. <laughs> right, I'll stay here where it's safe. So then she like runs off. I guess to uh, like the parking lot. I don't know where she, the car was, but so she's out there. It was one of those overlooks like you see when you go driving around, <laughs> like a scenic overlook. Yeah, and and then the, so she she. Like gets off the military phone that's in the back of the car, and decides to like whip into Wonder Woman. So she spins around, and then she goes back because she's probably gonna like needs to be Wonder Woman to like save the day. And well, then, yeah, and she does because they know a boat is coming with potential of bad people, and they right. go by themselves, no backup, no, and they're military, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Steve's pretty much got it covered, though. He's up on a cliff, and he sees the three <laughs> dudes. They drag the boat onto shore. One of them has a mask on, so it's like it's obvious this is Photon, Wotan, Wutan, because no one's seen him. And Steve jumps off this cliff to tackle one, maybe two of the three guys. And it just seemed like a bad idea to me right there because – Right. There's three when, guys. Right. And when he jumped on down there, too, like as he was standing up there, some guy comes off the top of the cliff even higher and says, look out, you know. <laughs> some and guy in a they look up and suit. see Steve coming down at him. So they're ready. Yeah. I mean, Steve, there's there's not a winning situation here. No. <laughs> First of all, you're going to hurt yourself falling off that cliff, jumping. Right. Then when you get down there, even if you take one out, the other two guys are going to kill you, you know. Right. <laughs> but lucky for him, Wonder Woman was not far away. Right, exactly. And and somehow Wu Tan, like he fought Steve off. I don't know. He got past Steve, right? I don't think it was very hard. <laughs> That's true. He didn't put up much of a, a challenge no. there. But, but Wonder Woman stopped him. Did you notice that? Like. That pause they did when they were they kind of yeah they kind of wrestled they looked in each other's eyes and there was this like weird noise like she's supposed to and I don't know if it's like she recognized them or if she was like had like spider senses I don't know I, I thought they were having sure just a was. moment like they made eye contact no, because it was it, like she kept doing that yeah yeah so I think it was like she was studying his eyes at that point but it looked like Maybe. they fell deeply in love. While they were wrestling, she's um, only got eyes for Steve. That's true. And then, um, what was the distraction? 
Then I thought his eyes were weakening her or something because I thought he was like starting right. To power yeah. No, I agree so, with that too. So like, oh, he's got some kind of powers, but yeah, no, that wasn't the case. And uh, I think Steve was about to get shot, so she decided she better go help him. So she let that dude go, and then she jumped in front of Steve to save him. Yeah, she deflected the bullets. But did you notice then, as meow, soon as meow. she as soon as she jumped away, the guy took his mask off. Yeah, he wanted to get like, a better look at her and like threw it down on the ground. Yeah, and he and he left it there. So I don't know. It seemed pretty exposed to me for a top top Nazi guy who no one knows what he looks like. But anyway, she got a good look at his eyeballs anyway. So yeah, and then you know. They uh, kind of had a moment um, where she notices he's hurt because he got clocked in the side of the head. Oh, Steve, yes. Because he took three hurt. people on at one time. Right. And uh, I, got, I got a little clip of that here. Let me play it real quick. Oh, Steve, you're hurt. Oh, I'm all right. As soon as this eye stops dropping, the guy's got a punch like Joe Lewis. <laughs> well, they're not going anywhere. I don't know what that meant. There was like I mean, her, like a one-liner. Well, they're not going anywhere. Well, right. Okay. And, all right. Um, did, I, this confuses me because I'm like, was that Diana talking or was that Wonder Woman? No, that was Woman? Wonder Woman. No, right. But it's so – it's like it sounds – there's no – isn't he like, wait a minute. You sound exactly like Diana. Well, you know. Or am, I, am I digging too deep? Yeah, you got to let that stuff go because all right. it's just like Clark Kent and Superman. Okay. All right. I'm not going to – I'll let it ride. All right. So then, not sure what happens at the island, wherever they are at the beach. I think they just – That's about it. They kind of just cut to back in the city. So apparently they did go somewhere because they didn't catch them, right? So Yeah, well, uh, that guy got away. Yeah, they caught the other ones, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. They didn't really make that very clear. So back on the streets, Diana and her friend are like – going out to lunch or something and some photographer <laughs> street photographers like snapping pictures and um again with an obviously does, fake beard fake beard yeah it's like Amish looking and then he uh he locks eyes with Diana again like the two of yeah. them like bing but she doesn't she like knows something's up but she doesn't know what's up you know what i mean it's yeah and i mean how long has it been a day a half hour i'm not yeah. sure but I want to know, was this a thing back then where guys were literally just on the streets? Like, I know, like, if you go to Disney, you know, there's always people there taking your pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, it was, was exactly this a thing like that. Back then, where they would just take your picture on the street? Maybe. You know, a guy trying to make a buck. Going to lunch? <laughs> I don't know. But it was pretty good cover, if you think about it, because then he's taking pictures of people he wants to know more about, right? Right. Exactly. That was the whole point. But yeah. I mean, you would have to fit in by doing that. So you would have to, like, it would have to be something that people do. Right, right. Yeah, it couldn't be just like, hey, let me take your picture. And then, <laughs> like, that's unheard of, you know? But, right, exactly. Um, but anyway, so she goes in, she sits down with her friend. She's like, there was something about that photographer. He looks so familiar. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't know. Um, and then it turns out, I might have jumped around in my notes here. Let me make sure I don't miss something here. Oh, so then, then we quickly go to one week later at the Nazi headquarters, right? Yeah, like we're back in jump. Berlin. Yeah, we're, we're immediately back in Berlin, and there's like I don't know eight or twelve people lined up, all speaking <laughs> yeah. perfect English. Um, right. And I'm not sure they're like slowly going down this line of people, like these mm-hmm. must all be people who are going to come attack America, right? And like they went to school to be Americans. Yeah. Yeah. So. Then, the, then the, the, there's a guy with like a horse whip, and he just like selects two people and dismisses the rest, right? Right. And then calls the doctor over, and the doctor's like, you know, yep, they'll do. Yeah, this can work. Looking at the hairline, looking at this, looking at that, and um, so he basically that he wants the doctor to to like make them clones of some people and he's giving him he's giving them two weeks yeah two weeks for them to go through plastic surgery and to heal 
That's a tight timeline. Let me tell Beverly you Hills would love that if that was the case. Yes. Can you and do this my was nose like, in two weeks? This was like the early version of Face Off. Remember the movie Face Off? <laughs> was, we went to see that movie together. Remember back in the day? I think a bunch Did of we? us went. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know. And I That's, hated it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still remember. I've only seen it that one time and I, I remember it. That's how it, like. It, it was so ridiculous. I couldn't yeah. handle it. Yeah. So this was equally as ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But almost more believable than Face Off, I think. But less fighting. Um, yes, less fighting. You know, less fighting um, and gunplay. So while the guy was a photographer, he was actually taking pictures of some guy who, I don't know, like ran the mint or something. and um, Right. Something like that, yes. Yeah, and his wife or something, so. Uh, yeah, and we, yeah, and we so get to did, that in a little bit, I guess. So, do you notice when we go back well, to um, Diana in her office? She did. You notice what book she was reading? Uh, Mike, I took a picture of that book because I uh, wanted to save that for a special occasion. <laughs> <laughs> the book is called I, American Slang. Yes, yes. I. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, so she's reading through that book. Yeah, studying Wait, I, I, I actually have a clip of her reading it. Okay. Because, well, it she's reading it like she's learning how to read like a Dick and Jane book, right? Right. But uh, here, wait, let me, I play the little thing. You hear a little bit of it, and then Etta walks in. Flatter than a pancake. Flim flam. And you're always telling me to trust people, to believe in them. Etta, if only once you would begin at the beginning of a sentence, I might know what you're talking about. I gave that man a dollar and a half, and he promised to send us our pictures. I ordered three pictures, and he never even sent one. You know how us GIs are always getting cheated. Well, it might be an oversight. It's difficult for me to accept the premise that that man was working a... a flim-flam on us. Nice use of slang in a sentence. Right. It's like Joey uh, Tribbiani using the uh, word of the day toilet paper. Good analogy. Yeah. Yeah. So she threw flim flame out there a couple times then. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm, assuming, they... I'm assuming that American slang book is just like a dictionary. It's just alphabetical order. Right, like the Urban right. Dictionary. Flat as a pancake, flim flam, <laughs> right? And then, um, so then they go down to the photo store, to, you know, a buck and a half. They got to yeah. try to get some justice. Right. And, and well, back then, it's a lot of money. Yeah. And then you find out the store owner, well, he knows of the guy, whatever. The guy, you know, came in and kind of set up shop, but he disappeared. And... And Diana, you know how like Diana spoke in that last scene? She was like very articulate and right. Um, she's the same way with this photographer or like the guy, the shop owner, but he's pretty much like, "Yep, I can't help you." So she's you know <laughs> so she's like, "Okay, you know," and her friend's like, "This sucks." Like her friend was pretty upset about it. But this Diana is was bullshit. very polite. <laughs> yeah, we got screwed out of our pictures. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> so then they leave, and she tells her friend, "You know, um, I'm going to go. I'll see you later." Like ditches her somehow. Yeah. And then, and then well, yeah. But she just like, "I got to make a, I got to take care of some personal business in town here. I'll see you back at work." Yeah. Yeah. And, and then she t- runs down a dark alley. Yeah, that seemed suspect to me. If I was your friend and I saw you do that. I mean, I'd be like, Mike, what, what, what's in the, what are you doing? And then you would tell me you're Wonder Woman, and but <laughs> that didn't happen. So, um, so she ditches her friend, runs into an alley, and what does she do? <laughs> she then she goes, she she from there she jumps into the back window of the place of the guys. So oh, like basically, right, yeah. Apparently, she knows that he lives above the place. <laughs> So let's leave he, and I'll she, jump in the back window. So, yeah. So she just starts checking out his place and she like flips over uh, like a hot plate thing. And there's like a radio. Yeah. That's a pretty good uh, setup, I thought. Yeah. And then and, you know, I wonder 
you know, back during the war, if there was a lot of people that had radios just hidden, hidden in random furniture. <laughs> right. Because it this seems may, like it in this show a lot. Cause like, this may like, look like a coffee can, but really it's a ham radio to contact right. Germany. Yeah, because someone in Berlin gets nailed. And I remember in the, the couple episodes we watched, same thing. Like someone opens up a liquor cabinet and there's a radio in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, that um, happened in this one. Yeah. Yeah. But then, so she, uh, the guy comes in and sneaks up on her and he has a gun, but she basically just grabs the gun and him and just bends the gun barrel while he's holding it. Mind yeah. you, his wrist just would have snapped. The <laughs> leverage. The gun barrel wouldn't have bent. I mean, yeah, he. Because that would have been had, the weak point. He had some strong, strong, he had a good grip. I uh, guess. A lot of gun bending. He, yeah. Then he like jumps out the window. Right, because he kind of like throws a table oh, yeah, at her. He like, goes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he goes out. Like or, a no, fire he didn't jump out the window. He goes on the fire escape and gets in a truck. Right, or no? Yeah, he, get, yeah, he gets in an old truck. Yeah, and then she jumps out in front of it and basically stops it. Right, and then. But he's not catches done. him tries, in the rope. Yeah, huh? he tries to get. He's not done. He tries to get out and run. Oh yeah, and then, and then she catches. She him. lassoes him. Or yeah. Lassoes him. Whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, how humiliating, really, that scene was for that guy. He pulls a gun. She wrestles it from him. She jumps out the window, stops him in the truck, and just finally she catches him with this little dainty rope and just <laughs> humiliating, I thought. Yeah. And then she just brings him upstairs and ties him to the chair and has Steve come. Yeah. So, and then she he bring, she brings Etta, and she's still all pissed about the pictures, like yelling at the guy. Yeah. She didn't get it. We came here to see the guy because of the pictures, and we didn't get the pictures. And, so. and then I like, I like when Steve walked in. He's like, "Did you touch these dials? This frequency is set to a known Nazi channel." <laughs> like, oh, okay. Are you listening in on that Nazi channel? If you know, but, right? He should be. Yeah. Um, but he says he so he doesn't know where Wotan, Wu Tan Clan, whatever. He doesn't know where he is, um, but they kind of figure out that they're near the Bureau of Printing and Engraving. And at this point, they talk about it, and Wonder Woman is just awestruck that they print money. That That's how money gets made, I guess. Yeah, he's like, he's like you just print it? Yeah. I'm like, that's all? That's it? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. And I thought I had a clip of that, but apparently I don't. I think I did it justice right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then, then what? Do we go back? Oh no, no! Oh then, wait, wait, then... hold on, wait, hold on! I do have the clip. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, Mister. Whose place is this? It belongs to a street photographer. He took a picture of Diana and me. Where? Well, right outside the Capitol Cafe. Across the street from the Bureau of Printing and Engraving. You know, that lovely building where they make all the lovely money. You mean there's actually a place where they make money? Uh-huh. Just make it? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they do some top security printing for us from time to time. I have to periodically check out their security. Say, I could do that tomorrow morning. Show you around at the same time. Oh, would you? I'd love that. Not sounding it's not too time secure. For dating here. Yeah. That's it. Did not sounding too secure. He's like, I have to check their security. Yeah. You want to come with me, strange woman in a right. costume that no one knows? Yeah. You know? Exactly. She's fine. Yeah, she's cool. She's with me. Uh, so, uh, all right. Then we go back to the the Nazi headquarters again, where Wotown. Mo- whatever is Motown so, Motown <laughs> is inspecting the the work of the uh, the doctor so we have a new Hank Miller and Maggie Maggie Robbins clone clones and um, so these people the whole plan here now is to these people the dude Mr. Miller works at the plant or at the money-making place, <laughs> the money-making place. <laughs> and he's gonna steal the plates and not not just steal the plates and make money and be rich. They're going to flood the economy and just bring down the United States of America. 
And mind you, they're going to flood the economy with $2 bills. Right. Right. Now, I'm going to say this real quick. A couple points on this. One, I had, I've always had this idea. Like They always talk about counterfeiting. And they put all this stuff in the 10s and 50s and 20s and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, But they never do anything with the singles. Like, why don't you just print a shitload of singles? I mean, granted, if you would have to use that, so you you know you go buy a car with ten thousand singles, it might raise some red flags. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it probably know. all goes into the laundering thing, you know. Somehow you right, turn exactly. that into something. You find else. a way to make it work. Yeah. Um, two, uh, I guess, did someone like just graduate from college and return all their books, and that's where they came up with the <laughs> idea for this one? Because you always get the two dollar <laughs> bills when you return your books. Oh, yeah. and I forgot to. I meant, I'll, I'll I'll try to remember to put this in the show notes. So I was thinking about the two dollar bills and about that whole thing and how like you would always go try to use them then, and people would be like, "What the hell is this?" You yeah. know. And they would want to take read them. an article. You know how all that's we're gonna get topical here, people. I'm sorry, but you know how the, all the stories you've been I've probably been hearing about lunch, school lunches and like people's they, they have like twenty thousand dollar bills for kids and like someone tries to pay the bill and the school's like, no, they got to pay it. You know, it's all this. I'm like, why don't take the money? These kids, you know, anyway, I read a story about a school in Houston where mind you, 86% of the kids get free lunches qualify for it because they're poor. She used a $2 bill. Her grandmother gave her the lunch lady's like, this is BS. (laughs) (laughs) Send her to the principal. They call the cops because their counterfeit pen didn't work on it. Mind you, they're using a counterfeit bill pen and a school lunch. What the hell is wrong with that? Holy crap. For a $2 get, bill. Like, the cops come. They call the grandmother and say, where did you get this? She's like, at the fucking store. So they call the store <laughs> that she got it from. I'm like, and meanwhile, this girl's like going to be sent to jail for a $2 bill. Like, and she's starving. Yeah. She hasn't bought her lunch yet. Yeah. Way to go. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That kind of irritated me. That's hilarious. But I think of that every time I go to like a McDonald's and I have a Sacagawea dollar and I'm like, are they going to think this is being fake? Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the vending machines at work, if you put a five in there, that's what they give you for change. <laughs> nice. So wow. anyway, back to the show. Oh, back to the show. All right. So. Oh, right, so and that- before. Yeah. So they're going to flood the money. They're going to parachute into Canada and I guess just walk down <laughs> to yeah. D.C. They don't, yeah. Don't and parachute into the, America. But the guy, a big plot point here is the guy rubs his jaw because he's got a toothache. Yeah. And Wotan's like, you should probably take care of that. He's like, I'll be fine. Right. And, and right like, there, you knew that that's, that's going to come back to haunt him. Yeah. It's all of that. That was it. That was that was the Achilles heel right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Uh, let's see. This is where the double agent opens a liquor cabinet, too. Oh, yeah. So he opened, yeah. So everyone leaves the room. I don't even remember seeing this guy in the room before, but apparently he was. But he he opens the, the liquor cabinet and starts, you know, like uh, telegraphing to the Americans or something. And uh, so Wu Tan walks back in and he's like, ah, gotcha. And that, <laughs> that was it, really. Yeah. There's, you know, he's dead. Like you haven't seen him before, you haven't seen him after. Yeah, he's just an example. Um, all right, so now back to the two dollar bill, right? Um, so General uh, Blankenship is that his name? I think so. Yeah. So he gets he gets that partial transmission, uh, and, and he's like, "It says photon, two dollar bill." And then he's like dumbfounded. He doesn't know what to do with that information. Um, so it was just a, I think they were just making a point that the general is an idiot. And then they, they move away from that to um, oh, we see the two getting airdropped, which was kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> um, and then back in Washington, uh, Dinah walks into Steve's office and she sees him sleeping. And he's got the little Band-Aid on his eye. Like they made so like so many comments about the cut on his eye, like he's some hero for that act, right? And you asked me, he looked like a big baby with the bandaid on. And <laughs> I've had worse cuts shaving. 
Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I shave my eyebrows regularly. <laughs> <laughs> they do look good, I must say. But um, he, so then he wakes up, and you know, Diana's like kind of like, I don't know what she was like, just tripping over him, like in love or whatever, while he was sleeping, and then he's got a two dollar bill on his desk, and then he's like, oh. I was supposed to meet Wonder Woman for a date. and he, A date at the Mint. Yeah, so he just bolts out. And um, I don't know. Then it was kind of weird. Like she's talking to the $2 bill. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then she kisses it. I don't know. Yeah. She basically looked at it and like figured out the whole plot, you know? Right. So, but again, she figured out the whole plot and like, I don't know if this happens in every episode, but the ones we've seen, she figures out the whole plot, but she's like, I can't say the plot. I got to make sure Steve figures it out. Yeah, exactly. It has to look like Steve thought of this on his own. Right. We can't let everyone know that this major is an idiot. (laughs) That our government and our safety is (laughs) in the hands of these two guys. But Yeah. Yeah. So they go on their date, right? Which was very cool. So... By the They're, way, and I did like her outfit, the the cape. That was the first oh, yeah. time we saw the cape. Yeah. And the skirt. I mean, I know she, that that's not the first time it was probably shown, but, but she that was must dry, be her like yeah. formal exactly. going out gear. It, yeah, that was like, she means business. That was all patriotic looking, and it was just cool. It was a cool cape. Yeah. Um. So then they go in and they do a tour, and it's like, you know, Mike kind of said this to me offline earlier. It was like when you were in like grade school and you see film strips of, you know, like what the government, you know, what the Federal Reserve is like or something like that. Right. There's like well, sheets it, of money. Yeah. I got it right here. We can we can all oh, listen okay. to it together. <coughs> Perfect. Um, everyone sit down. Uh, Billy, can you turn the lights down, please? <laughs> all right. Uh, Joey, you start the projector. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Well, now shall we see how we make money? This is our main printing room with presses printing various denominations of bills. Now, the result is valuable green paper, which people refer to as money. If it's only green paper, what makes it so valuable? Well, there's tremendous amounts of gold to back up the various bills. The gold is stored at a place called Fort Knox. The green paper is easier to carry around in gold bars. Couldn't anyone print money? It looks like plain paper. Very special paper, very special inks, and, of course, the engraving plates. Which I personally keep under lock and key. So as she says that, can anyone make money? Uh, it seems just like paper. No, it's a very special paper. And at that point, that rustling you heard is some lady looking at a, a sheet of bills and like, nope, not good. She just wrinkles yeah, it up right? and throws it out of garbage can. Like, I want to know what disqualified that and who takes out the trash. <laughs> well, that's just it. It was like, really just, it was like a waste paper basket. Like a sp- right. <laughs> yeah. He would think he'd be like a special shredder or something that it would go into. I'm surprised she didn't just like, eh, fold it and put it in her pocket. <laughs> right. That would have been funny. Uh, that's good stuff. Um, oh, but th- but then the, the lady at the diner comes running up to her. It's his wife. And she's all excited to see him. She wants to get her autograph. And, and I guess she says it's for her brother, I think, or something. I don't know. But um, Yeah, her brother is in the service. Yeah. So she gets that, and she kind of goes away, and Wonder Woman's like, it's an amazing what an easy process it is to make money. Um, but then she does, she kind of dumbs it out. She's like, you know, talking kind of like leading Steve on, hmm, I wonder what it would do to the economy, though, if I made all this money. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Yeah. Come on, he's Steve. Like, hmm, use your brain. That, that would ruin the economy. Yeah. You're, and he's like, I got That's it. That's it. Eureka. <laughs> I'm glad I thought of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. This reminds me, though, of um, I, I I read a book, I and I, I just thought of this, the art of making money, and it was a, it's a story about this guy, a true story about this guy who was a uh, money counterfeiter, and like okay. how he got how he got involved in it. Total tangent here, but super interesting. The guy went from like making plates to to printing money to using like high tech. Like printers. Is that the same guy like from uh, was that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? No, that was uh, Catch Me If You Can. That was yeah. uh, what's that guy's name? I forgot. Art something was it? Art. art? Yeah, it's Art. Uh, I forgot his name. 
Yeah. <laughs> Everyone no, should not, not that guy. That's okay. a great story too, though. Yeah. But anyway, The Art of Making Money, I recommend that. Good read. Huh? Um, but back back to our story. So now the lady that just had her autograph runs back to the store, the diner, and the sign says closed. And by the way, oh, by the way, before this, she had just hired a new guy who oh, yeah. looks oddly familiar. <laughs> yeah. So she goes back, and he's there, and she's like, why does it say we're closed? He's like, God. Uh, what she? What do you say? Something like new plans or whatever. New policy. Like, what are you talking about? This is my you restaurant. Told me to. Yeah. Yeah. And oh yeah yeah yeah. The owner told me to. Yeah yeah. And he's like, she's like, no. What are you talking about? This is my restaurant. And then one of the ladies turns around. And it's like a Twilight Zone episode because it's like her. Yeah, her looking at her. Yeah, mind you. Do you recognize that lady? By the way. No. Does she look familiar to you at all? Okay. No. She was in our very first episode of the Six Million Dollar Man pilot that we watched. Oh, really? She was the nurse that Steve Austin oh. almost broke her arm. That he went nuts on? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So Good catch anyway. that you even put that together. All right. Anyway. So, yeah, so. Um, and yeah, yeah, so they want her. He basically makes her call her fiance at the, the Mint and tell him it's a matter of life and death to get back over there so he can come over there and they can replace him with the guy, too. All and right. he does. And and they do. And they get they get thrown into a jail that this happens to be in the basement of their diner. Yeah, they have what yeah, the it's hell like, is that? I don't yeah. It's like like one of those storage gates that you'd have like in New York City to protect your store at night when you close. Right. But it's like divides the basement of the <laughs> Yeah. It <laughs> was very convenient. Yeah. Yeah. So then but Diana anyway, Diana goes yeah, go in to get some lunch, right? Because yeah, um, the Steve sends her off to get lunch for him and the him and the general, and she's placing her order, and she she recognizes the Nazi as the or photon as the guy behind the counter, you know, working, and then she looks over and she finds the, like the girl a little weird because I guess like her autograph menu was on the counter or something. And then, uh, so she's like, oh, I'll be right back. And she runs out to a phone booth. And instead of going in the phone booth, she stands next to it and turns into Wonder Woman. Well, you can't spin around the phone booth. There's just not enough room. True, true. But is the spinning necessary or is it just I think so. all for show? I don't know. That way you don't see her change. I guess. Okay. So then she goes into the phone booth and... At first, I'm like, why would you have to turn into Wonder Woman to make a phone call? <laughs> but then then she makes a phone call, and she, she uses the voice of an FBI guy that I don't think she's ever seen. <laughs> well, that's what I was trying to figure out. Did she ever meet him? Because I, now the, the FBI – or the, it was the Secret Service guy, actually, I think, right? Oh, was he Secret Service, Cause, maybe? Cause, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. From, it's money. Yeah. Right. So – now, because the the bad guy double met him when he was walking out, because he's like, "Hey, I'm here to protect you." Yeah. But I didn't know if she walked by while they were talking or not. Maybe I. I but still, <laughs> I don't know how she got the voice plot, that quick. Plot hole, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so then she's like, "I don't know what the hell is. She, what does she have him even do? Tell Steve there's a problem or something." Oh wait, she does. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my notes. She does walk by as they meet up, but still. Yeah, I don't know why she makes a phone call. She somehow gets Steve to come she to the wants, restaurant. Yeah, well, she wants Steve to come check out the diner again because Steve has to bust the whole operation right. up. You can't just call Steve and say, "Steve, come to the diner. Something's up." <laughs> right. This is Wonder Woman. <laughs> I was getting lunch, <laughs> and something's weird here. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, so he. So all right. So she does that. She, she goes back in and like confronts him, right? And like, I, I she thought that was the most awkward the scene. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, your autograph's here." You know, I forgot what name you wanted me to put this on. She's like, "Was it your sister?" She's like, "Oh yeah, my sister Evelyn." But you said it was your brother before. <laughs> I've never met you. We've never met each other before, and you're not who you say you are. It yeah, was like, who are you? You know, yeah. It was overkill, and then yeah. 
then the Nazi guy gets in. He's like, well, we met before. I know you. You know me. And it was it was just, I wish you had a clip of that because it was, I, I was very No, I don't have that. Sorry. It made me uncomfortable, Mike. And then. But here's like, the deal. He tells her, he's like, I know you have powers, but I don't want you to use them because I, otherwise I'll hurt the people that are here. But I'm like, but if she just takes him out. What? Is, what <laughs> right. Exactly. I couldn't figure that part out. He somehow outsmarts her into taking her bracelets off. Yeah. Which I th- I think she wanted I think she wanted to get thrown in the I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, I don't know. I mean she went along with it. She was Yeah. Apparently I think maybe she, she thought con- it'd be more protection for them. She was in control the whole time. Yeah. But so she t- turns her bracelets over. He takes her down in the basement. Proves that he's got the people. She takes her bracelets off, give it, gives them to him. And then there's like a little political trash talking happening between uh, Wu-Tan and Yeah, and, and, and I, I do have a clip of that because okay. Berlin has plans for her. Yeah. It's very short, though. Perhaps Berlin will have plans for you. It won't be the first time. <laughs> yeah, so they, they did some bantering, and they lost me there. I kind of lost interest. So I yeah, faded. It was very long. Well, the other people were <laughs> yeah. fools. I'm not like me. I am a master. I know how to take care of things. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. I, it was so like I, um, I faded it, there, and I was like, yeah, you, my mind was drifting. Right. Well, it was like a monologue, like a bad guy monologue that always happens. Yeah, but sometimes those are good, you know. Yeah, I know. They, they keep your interest, but not this time. Um. But then he he does say, you know, okay, well, Mr. Miller, who had been Kind of guarding the the plates will be stealing them. I'm like, oh, that's kind of witty. And then um, Steve, so Steve calls Mr. Smith. What am I going here? And he, oh, it's, I don't know. Somehow the FBI guy got tied up, right? Yeah, yeah. He was tied up in the vault while the I guy was stealing the yeah. the, the so plates. He's, he's Secret Service. I keep saying that. And he but. he built a time bomb. Then I swear, didn't he say that it was going to go off like in the morning or something? Like several hours ago? Yeah, it, it seemed like it. I probably should have checked the time. Yeah. But, um, and it was basically just, you know, your average wind up alarm clock and yeah. about four sticks of dynamite. Yeah. Which I'm sure that's probably going to do some damage. Um, but it wasn't like the complex bombs you see on TV today, right? This had like no. two wires. It had two wires, probably no like, Back wire anti trip device. <laughs> um, no. It was pretty clear. Like you just unplug it, I think, and you'd be good. Um, but anyway, the Secret Service guy, you know, he's tied up. He can't do anything. So he's just sweating it sitting next to this thing. And then, right. oh, and then he trips the guy. He trips the Mr. Smith imposter. And I guess that jars his tooth. So his tooth starts acting yeah. up again. And then. Then he runs into Steve outside. And Steve's like, oh, let me take you to my buddy. He's a dentist. He's right around the corner. <laughs> so like, all right. So then they go to the dentist. And, well, he goes to tell his wife. And then I don't know. Well, doesn't he first, though? I think Steve first goes into the diner because he got called. Right? Oh, yeah, and he yeah, goes yeah. there. And they're like, oh, no, he's not here. Like, okay. <laughs> he just leaves. <laughs> right. And then he runs into I him. I wonder where he went. That's when he runs into, what's his name? He's coming out. He's like, did you see my friend? He's like, no. you know, Or no, he said, yeah, I did, but I don't know where he went. He's waiting outside the, for me or something. Yeah, he's like, well, I'll keep an eye on you now. And that's when he says he's going to take him to the dentist. Yeah. Look, I know a guy. You got to come with me. <laughs> right. He'll get you in right now. We'll take care of it. And then, yeah, and then the fake mint guy's like, hold on, I got to go stay, tell my wife. So he goes in there and gives them the, the plates. The bad guy, the plates, he's like, he's making me go to the dentist with him. He's like, I told you to take care of that in Berlin. Eliminate him. Yeah, yeah, so, but yeah, exactly. Eliminate Steve know, and the others. But he's he got to go with him. He's got to go to the dentist first. He goes to the dentist. So he actually yeah. goes through with it and goes to the dentist. <laughs> right. And gets his so filling the bad replaced. Guy, the bad guy who planted a bomb and stole some plates <laughs> is still going to go to the dentist. Just like, to go I'll be across the, the street getting my filling taken care of. But. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sure then, you guys won't run back to Berlin while I'm getting my right? tooth taken care of, right? 
And I want to say... Now that you have the plates and you don't need me any longer. Yeah. The dentist is the hero here, in my opinion. Right. Yes, he is. Because like he, based on the filling, he realizes it's made of metal. The guy is Steel, clearly yeah. a Nazi spy of some type. <laughs> right. And, He's like, you know, uh, maybe I'm just watching too much of this propaganda video. He didn't say that, but that's basically what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then no, you're like, enemy. He, he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm so sure Steve, when he has to go to, you know, when he went to his last dental conference, they're like, uh, make sure you watch out for steel fillings because that might be a Nazi. Yes. That was one of the film a Nazi double watched. agent. <laughs> and then uh, what's the, what specific uh, dental implants you should look for in a Nazi? <laughs> right. Metal. Yeah. Or steel, I guess. Yeah. Metal. Anyway. Obviously metal. Um, All right. Anyway. Um, so Steve doesn't let on right away. But he does know. He's in on right. it now. So. Yeah. Um, so I, this, I don't know where we're at. I don't know what happens next. They leave. So now we're, we're back in the basement. And the, the guy watching the, the people in the, the jail is trying to put... Wonder Woman's bracelets on. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and she's and he's like, having trouble getting it over his wrist. Yeah, she's like you know they're adjustable. You can get it on. She's like, how? He, she's like, come here and just tell me. Show, show, show you. Come a little closer. And but he's oh, like, before he's like, he does that, before he, like he goes over by the door, so she busts the lock and just kind of leaves the the thing hanging. Yeah. And then he comes over and she's like, no, 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 just. just you know, I'll, I'll just, just come closer. I'll just show you. And he comes but, this close enough, and then she, like, grabs him. And but he even says, he's like, I'm not going to come that close because you'll take right. him from me or something. Because you'll do exactly what you did. And exactly. Because, and that's exactly what happened. So yeah, he should either not have said it or should not have gotten that close. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, and by the way, Steve does tell the dentist. You're going to get a medal for this and one made out of gold and silver. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So when they, when, so one woman does get out of there, let, lets them go, right? And she sends them to the general to tell them. Yeah. Like the general is not the guy you got to be sending people to. He's right. not, it, it's not going to be helpful. But anyway. Right. And what are the chances two just regular people are going to be able to get in to see a general? <laughs> yeah, right. During wartime. Yeah. Wonder Woman <laughs> sent us. You know. Yeah. No. Um, so we get rid of them. And then um, I'm not sure where she goes off to. Well, first she stays in the basement and throws a pot at the ceiling so that the the lady will come downstairs. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. She came down. And she comes down and... She puts a lasso on her to ask her where they're going or what they're going to do with the plates. And she does tell her. And she's like, okay. And she throws her in the jail with the bad guy, right? Right. The guy that she threw in there. Right. And she takes off. Right. And And then Steve and the other guy show up at the diner. And Steve, at this point, knows he's a bad guy. But he's like, hey... Let me walk in front of you down these stairs into the cellar. Yeah, these death stairs that lead down to the dungeon. <laughs> so the guy, like, I don't know, like kicks him down the stairs or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, and then, how is he so, that dead? So then he shoots the lock off of the, the door. Now, granted, this is the second lock that's on that thing. Well, right? that's what I was wondering. Is it the second lock or is it the same lock? Where did no, that lock she, come from? Remember, she twisted the first one to pieces. Right. But where did the other one come from? Don't know. Okay. So they, That's so they what put, I was wondering. They put another, she put a lock on to lock the lady in. This guy shoots the lock off, and then they put Steve in. And they lock it again with another lock. Where are all No, Steve never went from? in there. Yeah. No, they, she, he shot it off to get the people that, that were locked in there out. Right. His people. And right. Steve wakes up and fights them. And loses. No, he, he won because he no. took his hat and left. Well, no, no, no. He, the girl pulled a gun <laughs> on him. The imposter girl pulled a gun and made him get in the cage and locked it. And then. How did he get out of there? Well, luckily there was a fork in there and he picked the oh, lock. Oh, he picked the lock. With That's a right. fork. 
which I'm going to say is impossible. <laughs> but the fact that they had three, four locks laying around that place, it's a diner. It's not like a <laughs> it's not a hardware store. I mean, I don't know where all the locks came from. But anyway, so yeah, so everybody who went in that cage somehow got out. <laughs> yeah, it was a well, you know, it that just goes to show you. You don't lock people in a basement of a diner. <laughs> <laughs> or you get better locks. I don't know. Yeah. All right. All right. So what, um, then what happens? So Steve gets so out. So we cut, we cut to Edda, or not Edda, we cut to the two people, the real couple, trying to get Edda to get a hold of the general. And oh, right, she's like, right. Well, he's in, you know, in a meeting with the president, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's like, you know, I don't know what to do. You know, she said something like whatever. And they finally, she says something about Wonder Woman. She's like, what would Wonder Woman do? She's like, well, Wonder Woman said to call him. I'm like, wait, this is the first time you're mentioning that Wonder Woman sent you. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. And I I don't know. And I'll tell you, he's not talking to the president. The president's not going to be talking to this general. I feel like they set up this military area for this guy and Steve to keep him out of the way. Right, right, right. But we're gonna pretend like you guys. <laughs> we're gonna pretend like you guys have something to do. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, okay. So they get, you know, I guess the general finally they get in to see him, right? And then I guess I know, they never show I it. I don't yeah. know what happens, but then we they see, then we see, um, oh, the bad guys at the beach, and mm-hmm. they're getting back in their raft, which I'm not sure why we left the raft there <laughs> from the beginning, but. They left the raft there and they got back in and they're heading out. Maybe there out. was another one, but they maybe they took that <laughs> down from Canada. Yeah, they might have <laughs> parachuted that in. And then one of them throws a rock to distract one of them. Right. And, but know. I want to know how all three of these people beat Wonder Woman there. Yeah, I don't know. Because he left way early. Remember, he got in that giant blue car and took off. Yeah. Wotan yeah. or whatever. Right. But then those two... I don't even know who they were, were or where they came from. She locked them in there or whatever, like you said. And somehow they beat her there. Yeah. So. Not sure. But yeah. she beats one of them up kind of on the side. Yeah. And then um, I guess she, I don't know, she, oh, no. This, so, all right. And then we cut to Steve, right? And he's like diffusing the bomb. Oh, yeah. Um, which was cool. He was like waving his hands around. Like in typical <laughs> bomb diffusing fashion, and then j- just popped a wire out, you know, and it worked. That was and my then he theory. He said there were like five seconds left. I'm like, I thought that thing was going off tomorrow morning. Yeah, right. That's why I thought you're right. He had like four hours at least to go, but yeah, Steve probably was accidentally winding it the wrong way. Or something. <laughs> yeah, he probably set the time wrong. And then, oh shoot! Uh, so so then she she. The guy's getting away in the raft, so she takes off her crown. <laughs> this was like the coolest move. This is like, I, I don't know what is it, this is like Thor's hammer or something. She takes, <laughs> she takes her crown and throws it at the raft, and it like cuts it open and then comes back. Yeah, like a boomerang crown. It's like a boomerang crown thing. Yeah, she's she uses that a lot. Really? Yeah, that's the first time I ever recall ever yeah. seeing that. No, I remember that. Yeah. It's a sweet move, though. Right. Like that alone, I would use that more than the wrist, you know? It's going to take you yeah, a I would just be like throwing that at everybody. <laughs> I know, right? It's like you can throw it from like a mile away. <laughs> uh, so, so he comes back. She, she lassos him. And oh, and then he's like, You won this time, but Steve's going to blow up or something, you know, about the time bomb. And then, yeah. um, but he already diffused it, so we're all good. Right. And then, um, then like the wrap up scene. So they catch all the bad guys, the world is saved, and they're back at Steve's office. And then they, they talk about they decided to take the $2 bill out of circulation to prevent this from ever happening again. Like, what? That's not, it's, it's not because it's a two dollar bill. I mean, any denomination, you know. It's like yeah. saying they took they, the I mean, twenty. I mean, it was out. taken out of service for a while, but um, 
I don't think it's because the I, Nazis were going to flood the economy with $2 bills. <laughs> yeah, my right, exactly. Because, yeah, um, I, 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 uh, I forgot. Maybe it wasn't. I was looking it up earlier to see when, how the, I don't know how it went. Did they but ever take it out? They're still being made. Yeah, I was going to say. In 1966, they stopped for a short while, for okay. 10 years. Really? So nowhere near the time of this happening. Huh. Yeah, I know. I still have a couple old $2 bills. Yeah, I think I might too. I don't think they're of any value. They're not worth anything. <laughs> I don't think. No. Um, but yeah, so, right. So they're all excited. And yeah, so this won't ever happen again. And then Edda's reading about a story in the newspaper about Steve. And uh, I got a little clip of it because he gives all the credit to Wonder, Wonder Woman, which what a, what he should. <laughs> Steve, you give all the credit to Wonder Woman. Well, she deserves it. I guess you're right. When you come right down to it, I don't know what we would have done without her. She is a wonder. You'd be dead. Strong and fearless. <laughs> and still compassionate. All the virtues of femininity with none of the vices. You're right. Sometimes I wish I was like Wonder Woman. Most of the time I wish I was like Wonder Woman. <laughs> There's only one Wonder Woman, Etta. Etta, I think the most we can do is try to be the best women we can possibly be. Sound advice, Diana. Thank you. It's just something my mother used to tell me. All right, there you have it. Wonder Woman. She's a wonder. And a woman. And a woman. <laughs> I don't yep. know if they ever start dating. I don't know. I can't, can't wait to find out. I'm going to say wait till they jump to the present or the future or whatever. Oh, yeah. Get to see that leap. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the end of that. Good. It was fine. I mean, it was the typical Wonder Woman one. Corny yeah. as hell, but it was supposed to be. Right. And, you know, it's a family show, so... It makes me... Know. I like making fun of Steve. Right, because Steve is pretty dumb. Yeah. So, anyway. So, before we get uh, too far down, uh, we should run. We got a little promo here from one of our other Big Heads Media Podcast Network people. Um, this one is... Uh, Two Rash Challenges. It's a football, or as we call it in America, soccer podcast. <laughs> so here we go. I'm Dave Lewis, a massive Liverpool supporter. And I'm Eric Neal, Newcastle United, Toon Toon, Black and White Army. We're the hosts of Two Rash Challenges, a weekly podcast about the English Premier League, Champions League, MLS, the men's national team, and whatever else strikes our fancy in the world of football. Look for us on iTunes and Transistor and check us out on Twitter at Rash underscore podcast. Hey, it's the podcast nobody asked for. All right, so check them out. Two Rash Challenges. Um, just like ours, a podcast no one asked for. <laughs> we should okay, use that for our... <laughs> we should steal that tagline. <laughs> we should. I like it. Uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, that was the end of Wonder Woman, and she saves the day again and somehow keeps propping up Steve. I don't know. That's that's good. She's a self-esteem booster. Yeah. And a hero. And she makes the general look good, too, even though he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe we should take um, an episode just to evaluate how good that is for other people to really falsify their intelligence and give them credit. I don't know. It seems like there's, it's almost evil in, in itself somehow. Yeah, you don't want to give them a false sense of their brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, and All right. so for our next episode, I think Mike, you 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 have an idea, right? Of something we're gonna. Oh, you were gonna go with that? I forgot to mention that before. Yeah, we started. I think, I so, think we... yeah. So back a while ago, Mike and I wanted to do Emergency, the classic '70s show about the two. Well, it's actually about the whole firehouse and everything, but mainly the two paramedic guys. 
But we could not find the pilot anywhere. But, not that this is a plug, but if they want to give us money, thanks to the Tubi app. <laughs> we'll talk about it every week if they want. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I found that they have the pilot and definitely other ones. So I think we're going to do that. We're going to break from our little mold where we can't do any shows that are new besides 1984 um, because we were going to do this before. And this turns out to be right. 74. So it's still. It's same. got a four in it. Whatever. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to check out the the um, the, pilot the pilot for that. I think it's a two-parter, so we're going to hopefully be able to squeeze that all in. But it it's the type of show that it is. It's not like there's a lot of dead time. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I'm pumped because I haven't seen it in decades. Like, I don't even yeah, know what to it, expect it's anymore. It's been a while since I watched it. So we'll, we'll see how it all goes. Um, but anyway, it, the episode is called The Weds, Wedsworth townsend act hmm. so you know that that's going to be great right there yeah hmm. um but basically it's about the first paramedic program in los angeles which is them <laughs> or something. Right. i don't know so yeah so uh check we'll be back with that next week um and then uh we'll go from there otherwise Sweet. i think that's it for this episode wonder All woman right. saves a day she is wonderful and she that saved wonder the woman. day again yeah all right. All so, right. Uh, anything else, Mike? Um, nope. All good. No. No final thoughts on Wonder Woman. N- nope. You know what? I think uh, all the women, especially those that listen, are Wonder Women. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. Not too patronizing, that <laughs> I think. All right. I know what you're saying, though. But anyway, um, so yeah. So for this episode of I Used to Watch This, I am Mike Forgetto, and I'm Mike Sullivan. Talk to you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.